0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Brianna Wilkerson from Made Well. I'm holistic health and life coach and essential oils advocate on a mission to really empower you to be healthy and thrive in all areas of your life. So this podcast is all about that. It's all about seeing you thrive in more than just your physical health, but in your emotional, mental, spiritual, financial, relational, and vocational health. So you'll find solo episodes, interviews, as well as panel episodes, all designed to really encourage you and move you forward in your whole health and life. You'll also find bonus essential oil features really empowering you to know how to use essential oils in your everyday life. So I'm so glad you're here and be sure to share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast and let me know your thoughts. So let's get started. All right, welcome back everyone to the Be Healthy and Thrive Podcast. I'm Brianna here, your host, and today I am meeting with two amazing ladies, Anna and Brittany, on loving God with your vocation. And so thank you ladies for being here. Introduce yourselves and say hello.
1: Thank you for having us. Um, I'll go first. Yes. I am Brittany. I'm a branding and business strategist, and I help women who are really Motivated to um, not just be in business but also like leave a legacy. They have stuff that's in them, they have really big dreams, maybe even big God dreams in them, and uh, they want to do business, they want to do it well, but they also want to leave a legacy behind them. And so I help them do that with the strategy piece, help them get started, um, especially if their business is slow or they're not really moving at the beginning, kind of help them get that initial momentum. And so that's what I do. And I'm again Brittany. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brittany. Brittany's awesome. All right, Anna.
2: Thank you for having us. Yes, mm-hmm. my name is Anna Franzen and I'm a business coach and mentor for heart-centered women and I help them make income online and connect with their dream clients and serve their audience.
0: Yeah. Awesome. least you make ladies are so amazing to me and I was like, oh, I love them, got to have them. Uh, yeah. So I just really wanted to kind of, you know, I was telling you all earlier, just just create a space to really explore this topic—one as women, as Christians, and as business women, Because I often think, when it comes to our vocation, there's a lot of feelings that happen, a lot of thoughts in the church and those who are, you know, followers of God and followers of Jesus. And I just wanted to create a space to explore some of those topics and really encourage um, encourage people want to follow their passion and their calling that they really truly believe is from God, as well as uh, if that does include charging money of any kind or asking for money even in a not-for-profit because sometimes that's that feels weird too uh how they can get past that and so so maybe uh Brittany you can start us to just kind of share a little bit about your story of faith and how that kind of led you even into your business because as we were talking about earlier I know it's a huge reason for why you went into the business you're in.
1: Yeah. um, So my story is that my husband and I were full-time missions um, in missions. We did pioneer church planting, which meant we worked in remote areas. And while I was up in the mountains of Central America, it was just really put on my heart to start looking for ways to generate income in a way that was in line with our values, that wasn't a compromise, and that would also not detract from our support, um, our support base. Because Um, We wanted to be about one thing, which was church planting in remote areas where there was no gospel, and we didn't want any distractions, so it was very important to me and my husband to um, make sure that that business model was in line with that. So um, in the beginning, I just started looking at how I could be better about communicating that one thing, and I uh, started learning a lot about um, marketing and how to do that better and started translating some of those principles to the ministry world. And that was a kind of the first mental hurdle I needed to overcome was um, marketing and ministry because I didn't want to sell the gospel freely given, uh, freely received. I want to freely give it away as well. So I had to understand that like it wasn't really marketing. It was really about getting visible about our main thing, which was the gospel. And uh, once I started to piece these things together and I started learning more the technical pieces of like, an email list and writing a newsletter and having a clear website about who we are and what we do and how people can get behind our vision, um, I realized this is a skill set that so many people need in ministry. And that kind of birthed my business dream in 2015. As I started exploring more, I realized people in the regular business world need this stuff as well and you can get paid to do it. And I said, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. I could get paid to do this um, and that, that just felt like a dream. And so that's when my business was born and it still has that piece overlap piece because ministry is something that's still very much on our heart. My husband's a pastor still. And so doing this, um, being able to serve ministries and I use a term that Anna uses, a lot, I like it, um, holding space in my business to be able to still serve ministries at a lower rate or nonprofits at a lower rate. Um, is still something that's a priority. And so I had to kind of work through like, I am offering a service that's of value, and so I want to be paid for that value, um, and I think that that is good and that is right, but also creating space for nonprofits because they're always short on staff, they're always short on funds, they're always short on supplies, and having been in nonprofits for a very long time, want to continue supporting nonprofits in that way. So whether I do that for free or I do it at a, a reduced rate um, is on a kind of Holy Spirit-led, case-by-case basis, but I think it is still good and right. People ministries, nonprofits, whether they're Christian-based or religious-based or not, um, do have funds set aside to pay for that, to pay for excellent things. Um, And I think one of the things we can consider is that if we're doing kingdom work, God deserves the best. And so people are willing to pay for the best. And we shouldn't be afraid to give our best and also be paid for that um, because we are doing kingdom work if we are doing something that's ministry-based. But the same principle can be applied to our regular business. and so that's kind of my story. That's kind of the journey I went on. It was born out of ministry, um, and I still get to serve ministries with that. And so that's that's how it all kind of ties together for me. Does that make sense? <laughs> I think you summed up the whole podcast. It's amazing. Anna
2: and Joe. Oh, right. good. Thank you for joining.
0: Yes. What about you, Anna? It's so good. For you.
2: Yeah, oh, I love that. I love Brittany's story because I think it just themes up so many common threads for us as women who have heart center businesses, right? Like having to learn and give ourselves permission, permission to follow through on what we knew to be true all along, right? Like right. knowing that charging top dollar is an integrity, knowing that we can serve whoever we want to, whatever whatever price point God leads us to charge, right? Like. Like somewhere along the line, we feel like we can't do these things. And then we return to, oh, yes, I can come back to what Holy Spirit was leading me to all along. Right. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So good. Um, Let's see. Okay. What was the question? Like story, right? I'm muted. What is your story of like faith and just how that
0: kind of may be intertwining your business or help lead you to the business you're in right now?
2: Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So huge question. Amazing question. Brianna, you're so good. Thick questions. Right. But, um, I would say my faith journey, like no matter what career I've been in, right? Like I worked in Christian higher education for a long time, did therapy for a while, did life coaching, business coaching, the online stuff, like no matter what career I've been in, like my, my job, right. How I'm bringing in income, even though it's been part of like my life in ministry too. Like, I think God is really teaching me that like who I am and my purpose doesn't change. Um, my vocation may change or the way that I'm bringing in income in my business, um, or my job. Um, but I think there's like this common thread and I think business became and like, especially like when I started business coaching, this was harder when I first started my online business life coaching. But I think when I accepted like, okay, this is less about what I'm doing or my messaging or exactly who I'm serving. And a lot more about me being faithful to what God is calling me to in the moment and the humans that God has put in front of me. Um, being faithful to be obedient to what God is calling me in each season, I think has taken a lot of pressure off of like landing the perfect job, having the perfect business, like all the external things and just focusing more on, I don't know, tuning into what God is speaking and saying what the humans I'm interacting with in the moment.
0: That's so good. And I love it because I love what you said too about like, it doesn't necessarily matter what occupation or quote unquote vocation it is it's like who you are is just going to show up and you're just trying to be faithful to leading that. I think that's amazing because I think it just also gives people permission to go on that journey and not say like, oh, even when you're starting your online business or business, it's like I have to have the perfect idea and it has to like be this like this for the next 50 years. But no, it can morph. It can, your audience can change, your message can change um, because maybe that's where God's leading you. That's so good. Mm. Oh man, talk about this all day. And so what would you ladies say, maybe Brittany you can start us off, just around – encouraging others and, and a lot already I think you already addressed this but maybe you can say it again uh just with say if women are listening and they are in maybe in a current career they don't enjoy or do enjoy or just feel that they're made for more like what mm-hmm. would you really um advise them to do in regards to that and um if they if it is a business or if it is somehow related to money you know what encouragement would you have for them
1: Well, if someone is feeling like they're made for more um, beyond what they're doing, even if they do enjoy what they're doing, something, an exercise that has really helped me, um, and I don't remember who mentioned this to me, and it was recent, um, and I, I didn't realize I kind of did this, but writing your retirement speech, and like, what's the one thing that you want to be about, and leaning into that, and then not despising the small Small beginnings, right? The day of small beginnings and being faithful with that one small thing, getting really good at it and then building on it, expanding from it. And so I would say um, kind of like, so my story, I kind of walked this out. I I said, God, I feel like you're asking me to use my gifts and strengths um, in a way to serve other people in ministry so that they look professional, so that their communication is clearer, so that people can get on board with what they're doing because there's a lot of good kingdom work happening out there. But there's terrible communication and terrible websites and they're not following up with their supporters and their supporters are like, I don't even, I don't know what I'm supporting anymore. Um, and so I was like, okay, God, I feel like I'm supposed to be meeting this, like meeting this need. And out of that was born my business. Um, and, but that was a bunch of small shifts, small tweaks, following Holy Spirit, as he said, like, do this next or learn about this next serve this person next um, at this price point or serve this person at this price point. Um, And so just, but also knowing like what I want to be about and making sure that I keep coming back to that because as we shift and tweak, which is good and right and smart, it's very easy to shift and tweak off to the right or off to the left and get a little off center and out of alignment with what um, God's calling us to. So there's, um, I would just make sure that you're clear about that one thing um, what your legacy is that you want to leave, or maybe your retirement speech. What are the things you want to be saying to people about your life, or want others to be saying about your life? Make sure you want to be about those things, and then just start. Start at the beginning. Start at day one,
2: mm-hmm. and keep
1: going. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect sense.
0: I love it because you're just so. That's what your group is about: legacy-driven entrepreneur, right? It's just very much letting that legacy we want our whole life to be about. What we really want to be remembered as drive everything we do, drive our business, drive our relationships, drive our, drive our um, time and our resources. And I think that's just a very simple yet very profound exercise that you recommended.
1: And I think Anna said it as well. She said, you know, who I am is who I am. Vocation may change, method may change, but like this is who I am and who I want to be at the end. Mm-hmm. Like this core stuff that God wired me to be, how God created me to be, that, that's not changing. Um, but sometimes I think when you know you're made for more, but you don't know what that more is, that would be the place I would encourage you to start. Like, what do you want to be known for? Mm -hmm. Um, what impact and legacy do you want to make? Um, and so start starting in that place. But Anna said the same thing a few minutes ago. Hmm. So good. What about you, Anna? What do you, what would you say?
2: If some, okay. Asking the question again.
0: Yeah. Um, so just, if someone's just a lady or a woman is listening, maybe men listening too. (laughs) <laughs> and uh they probably are and just thinking like okay I want to know that I'm made for more and I want to go after that and maybe it's a business maybe it's not and I love you know you recently did your invite sales conversation class because that's a very <laughs> something that I think women even if they're like I want to do this as a business struggle then to act for the funds they need to continue just what would you really you know advise them and it could be around the sales conversation too. just How can we start going after that thing if we do think that there's something more and um, be unafraid to go after it, and even if it involves money?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I'm trying to think, like, in the, like, points of my life when I felt that or I felt like, oh, there's something more, but I don't even know what it is or, like, I want to start an online business, but what online business do I want to start or Mm -hmm. I want to get my master's, but what do, which master should I get? Right. There's all the options. Like for me, like I get paralyzed in decisions because multiple reasons. A maybe you wouldn't guess this, but you guys probably both know this, but I'm sort of bad at change. Right. Like I kind of resist change which as an entrepreneur is horrible. Right. Even though like I'm fairly adaptable, but I think being willing to um, take that first step forward, even in the mess, right. Not, like, like things aren't going to be perfectly clear. A lot of the clarity comes from us taking the action, even though it feels so much better. Like I want complete clarity and certainty before I take the first step, but it's actually those first steps, right? That give us the clarity. So I think for me, if I could go back in time, I would just tell myself and remind myself that truth that like, if it's feeling messy and unclear, that's okay. Right. That's how it's going to be. Cause I think, a lot of times like I would resist making a decision or a first step because I wanted to make sure I was making the right decision, right? And I didn't want to waste, make the wrong decision and waste time. Mm -hmm. So I would waste a lot of time in indecision, right? Like Mm -hmm. instead of just deciding. And I think too, like when we take action, even if it's the wrong action, at least then we have evidence to be like, okay, that didn't work. My next guess is gonna be a lot better, right? Mm -hmm. Versus inaction, yeah, it's safer. Right. But eventually we get to the point where it's like, okay, the cost of just sitting there in stagnation is more expensive to me time wise, life wise, not just money wise, than the risk of the messy choice. Right. I'll say one more thing too. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing when when I was in my day job doing therapy that one of my supervisors said to me um, that was really helpful was just giving me permission or maybe it was someone else. I think it was her. Just giving me permission to make the best decision and not the perfect decision. Because I think I was like, especially when I was looking at quitting my therapy job, I was like, there's downsides to it, right? There's like pros and cons to every decision. And so, instead of asking myself, which one's the perfect decision, just saying, okay, what's the best, right? They're both going to have downsides. But when I asked myself that, like the decision was so easy. I was like, well, duh, this is the best decision. It's not perfect, but it certainly is the best decision. So I don't know. That's kind of what helped me.
0: Yeah, I think that's good. I think you hit on a key one, I think is any woman that is more, even a type A or just doesn't want to mess up, which I know is me. It's like, I know that going the wrong way or finding something out and it doesn't work is the way to learn, but I don't want to do it because I want to be right, <laughs> right away. And that's, that's where pride comes in, right? Uh, but I think what you're saying is true is that the more you try things, and obviously just don't try everything known to man at one time because that's just tiring, the, the more you get clear on what actually it is you want to do. And even in my business, you know, I was like doing three different types of, co- I was calling it three different types of coaching. And it was exhausting. I had three different Facebook groups. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, I just need to do this. Like, this is actually the thing I need to do is just care for people and their whole health and life. And it's like, oh, well, that makes perfect sense. But if I never explored those three, then I wouldn't have come back to that one. And it just feels like this is the happy place and this is where I need to be. But yeah. And it's funny because now I actually don't regret it. But six months ago, Brie would be like, Oh man, what are you doing? You know, it's like, okay, great. You know, you just learn from it. So it is in the action that we learn. And that's how everyone, you know, you know, even when we go to school, we think that knowledge is, is what's going to make us succeed. But really, it's knowledge with application and experience is what really gives us that level of um, experience and success. So I can't stay still. Paralysis by analysis, I think is what people call it, right? Um, so good. So um, and I, mean, I just want to ask you a question, and Brittany can chime in after, about money and about uh, being heart-centered, leading a heart-centered business, really, from the heart and caring for people and asking them for money, because I know you just did a sales class around that. So would you have any advice for those listening who are, whatever, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's they just asking people, even in a not-for-profit, like, to invest money, uh, any encouragement around that? mindset wise?
2: Yes. All of the things. Well, first, like if you're struggling to charge people in your business, like you're among friends, like you're, there's nothing wrong with you, right? That's completely normal. Like I feel like by the time I opened my business coaching business, I kind of had an advantage because I had already kind of gotten over the initial hurdle when I started life coaching online. And when I first started charging money online for what I was offering. It was so hard, so hard. Like as like the PayPal invoices were coming in for the life coaching stuff I was doing, I felt awful. It didn't feel good. It felt icky. It felt wrong. Like I would tell my husband, like, I feel like I'm scamming people. Like even though I was charging less money than... The money I was making that people were paying to see me as a therapist, but they weren't like handing me money, right? Mm-hmm. They would hand it to the receptionist, right? So, like, that really was my, besides like Etsy and eBay and like side ventures, right? Like, that was the first time I was receiving significant income for me, right? Not just like a print I was selling on Etsy, it was like my service, right? so i think there's just a lot of like self worth vulnerability like all the things come up and that's why like entrepreneurialism is that a word is like the biggest crash, crash course in personal development that like we never asked for right like we didn't ask for this like we just want to make money online and support our families right like we don't like who signed up for like all this personal growth but um so anyway that's just part of my story but what would be, I think just give yourself grace and space as you journey through it, right? There's like a million money mindset work, work workbook, like books. Brianna has some great material on money mindset more recently too. Um, but just realize that you're normal, but, um, yeah, just giving yourself grace as you wade through it and get the confidence to charge. And like Brittany said, Realizing that charging full price serves everyone, right, and that you, if you're feeling led to work with someone who can't afford it, you can, right. Hmm.
0: Yeah, and I, I love that. I love that it's a journey too, because I remember you asking me a question. You know, we talked about this recently, three or four months ago. What if you made X amount of money a month? And I said, No way. Like, not, no way. I can't make it. I'm like, I don't want to. Like, that feels weird. I have no idea what I would do with that. Um, But yet, you know, we're going through that. I'm not saying that we need to make a lot, but what I'm saying is because then is it's then that I actually identify that. Hey, I, I struggle with receiving any money at all (laughs) and was able to move backwards. And now I'm to the point where I'm like, Hey, I want to make money on my business and take home more, you know? So I think it's a journey. And one thing I was, uh, you know, just inspiring my group last week is that there's grace at the finance table, that there's grace Mm -hmm. if you're not getting it right. It's grace for, to like do one thing at a time. And it's the same thing that I really talk to my clients when it comes to food too. I think we want the quick fix for our finances. We want the quick fix for our health, but it's not about that because that's not sustaining and and understand it. I love what you're saying. How there's so much of our worth is tied up in those things. They shouldn't be, but that's what we do. And so to actually bring that forth, you're saying I'm bringing my worth to the table and I need to deal with that. And so, allowing yourself to kind of go and grow and develop in that. It's so
1: beautiful. I love it.
0: Any thoughts, Brittany?
1: I think I would just be in agreement with you ladies. I was just going to say like extend yourself grace Mm -hmm. um, for the things that do come up and take the time to explore it as they do. Um, I wouldn't try to shove them back in the box because that's not going to serve you. Um, Go ahead and look at your self worth stuff that comes up um, about around your pricing, um, and then also feel freedom, feel freedom to adjust, um, on a case by case basis. If you're feeling like spirit led or you're feeling just motivated to work with this person cause you want to be with them. You, you love what they're about and you just want to be involved, but they can't pay you as much like do it. If that's what you're feeling led to do and it makes sense for you, then I would say go for it. But yeah, grace and feel freedom to be flexible.
0: Mm-hmm. So good.
1: Oh, wow. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you ladies so
0: much for this conversation. Love you both so much. And um, as we end, I just wanted to talk about the giveaways you're doing. So for those listening, uh, I'm going to be doing a Christmas giveaway around the whole caring for the whole woman and her whole health. I haven't figured out the name exactly yet. Uh, But these two ladies have a giveaway in that. So can you maybe just share a little bit about your giveaway so people can enter their name for it? Start with Anna.
2: I can I can share. Well, Brittany wrangles her cat. I always have to wrangle children, so totally get that. Um, yes, I'm giving away access to one of the recordings of a masterclass that I just did called the Invite Masterclass. Mm-hmm. And it's all about feel good sales conversations and really helping you harness three foundational skills. You, if you're listening to this, and when you're one of Brianna's peeps. You already, I'm sure that you're already good at these three things, which is leading, coaching, 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 and listening and um, helping you apply that to the sales conversation so that you can really show up and um, serve your clients even in that sales process. So I'm giving away access to the recording of that masterclass.
0: Mm-hmm. And I did it. It is so good to apply those three parts to the pre-conversation, the
1: conversation, and the post-conversation. So good. Yeah. Brittany? Um, so I'm giving away an intensive, a coaching intensive around your legacy. Um, it's kind of a mini version of the Launch Your Legacy larger program that I do um, and it's really geared towards ladies who are still in those beginning stages, um, really nailing down um, what you're about and how to communicate well what you're about and creating that perfect package for someone um, and, and then walking through the steps of walking that out, taking that action um, getting out of that analysis paralysis stuff that tends to come up a ton at the beginning and it still shows up, um, as we move forward in every season, but a lot more at the beginning because there's just so many unknowns. And so want to help a lady get unstuck from those beginning stages. And so it's a 45 minute coaching session. Um, and we can talk about any of those beginning things that I just mentioned that that tend to come up. Hmm. So
0: your giveaways are all in line with what we were talking about for you guys. (laughs) <laughs> all right yeah so thank you ladies so much for being here do you guys have anything else that you want to say before we wrap up
2: thank you for having us
1: thank you, uh, yeah, <laughs> you
0: no know, it's so great to have you and yes for those listening i will put the links on the giveaway and also the social media channels for these ladies so you can be sure to follow them they each have amazing groups and at the heart center entrepreneur um, and britney the legacy driven entrepreneur and then you can just get on their mailing list and just find out more about them so thank you so much ladies. thank, thank you, you. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast, and I hope you are leaving feeling equipped, encouraged, and empowered to truly be healthy and thrive in your whole health and life. So share this podcast with others, subscribe, and let me know how it impacted you. And of course, be sure to check out the corresponding blog post that has all the links to the free goodies that were mentioned during the episode. That's it for me for now but I will see you soon on the next episode.